What is happening, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 98 of the KDH podcast, episode number 33 of Level Up by KDH. Why is everyone so overwhelmed? So why is this a special episode? Because it's the last one of 2022. This is probably only relevant to anyone listening to it in 2022. There's maybe even someone listening to this in 2025 that are going back and they're scrolling through the archives and they're like, why is this even relevant? Anyway, um, this is the last one of the year, so... I'm not even making it even relevant to the last one of the year. But as always, guys, make sure that you're pushing this podcast out. Make sure you're sending it to other people. Make sure that you are screenshotting it, tagging me in your stories to get it out there more because that's the only way it's going to grow. Um, but yeah, why is everyone so overwhelmed? I would like to say it's going to be a podcast. It's going to be something to do with the end of the year. I kind of done that last week um, on last week's episode, but um, I was just thinking about this today and it was kind of sprung up in a conversation with Ailey. And we were talking about Christmas. We're basically saying, like, Ailey's like, you're looking forward to Christmas. And I was like, part of me didn't want to say yes, but part of me also didn't want to say, I'm not looking forward to it because it's going to be a good day. But then I was just like, why is Christmas so overwhelming? Like, getting presents, getting things sorted, messaging people. We are obviously doing the dinner this year. I'd like to say that I'm playing a big part in it. Ailey's <laughs> probably a bit over- more overwhelmed than I am. Anyway, you get the point. It ends up becoming this day of the year that ends up stressing so many people out because they've got so many nights out. They've got so many things on. They're spending so much money. They've got presents to buy. Nine times out of ten, presents for folk that they're in this sort of weird look with where they're buying a fucking auntie's cousin's dog a present because they bought them a present when they were five years old or something. And it's almost like this, like, I need to get this person present and it becomes this sort of event that like I'm not religious at all and I know it's a religious occasion it's more of a, a westernized sort of holiday now isn't it it's not even like a lot of people that celebrate Christmas aren't even religious but it's almost kind of lost sight of what it actually is and it just ends up being this thing that ends up stressing a lot of people out but I was like Christmas hasn't changed much in 10 years yeah maybe the gifts we're buying are a bit more extravagant we'll spend a bit more money but I started thinking I was like but if you remember about 10 20 years people weren't this overwhelmed were they then I really started thinking about other situations like when people go into a new job, when people have a big change of life, when they step into something new. And now all these different situations, people are always, you're going to, like basically, you're going to get, emotions are going to spring up. They're the most powerful thing that we own as human beings, are emotion, right? They dictate their decision-making, how we act, how we speak, our tonality, how, like, how we respond to something, like our decisiveness, like they are so important, but like, everything's a lot more heightened now. And I really started thinking about this. And this is why I wanted to kind of go into the podcast. Like, why are people more overwhelmed than ever by like really trivial things that are going to happen? And the thing is, if it's if it's got worse in the past 10 years, the past 20 years, it's only going to continue to get worse. And I've kind of put down my main reasons why I think it's so bad and why I think people are a lot more flustered and a lot more agitated and a lot more irritable than ever. And it really all comes back to basically our attention. And this is, I put it into three main reasons, right? Our screen time on our phones is hands down, like how much exposure we have to different apps. Like what you need to realize that we live in a consumer service-based world now. It's just basically lots of people, just partly like I'm doing right now, try to grab your attention, give you information. And, and then folk are paying for things. Like I've ran ads before and there's lots of other companies doing the same thing. And then for all these social media apps are trying to basically play a game to how can we get to the point where we can get this person on their phone as much as possible. And then you've got like when you're on your, your, your computer, it's happening. When you're out in public, it's happening. When you're walking past shops, it's happening. And basically everyone's just pulling your attention. We're also using things like WhatsApp, uh, Instagram DMs, fucking Twitter, Facebook Messenger, text message, iMessage. 
like, and we've got all these different apps and it's like, you're talking to five different people on five different apps. And then you've got messages that are lying open for ages. Then you've got all these folk like running ads in your face. And then you've got folk with no boundaries with their phone and it's high screen time. And very, very quickly, we're in this point where there's people now that have got screen time, right? This is, I've, I've came across this, I coach quite a lot. There's people that have got a screen time of 11 hours per day and they don't even work from their phone, right? That is wild. That's actually becoming a, a caught like a common thing now, right? Now, let's just do the math. Let's just say the average screen time, I don't know what it is, but let's say it's, mine's is three hours and 40 minutes. I checked it this last week, so I made a point to try to bring it down, which I think is pretty good for someone that works online, right? And let's just do the math on that. Three hours, 40, right? Times 365. That's how many hours out of the year I am spending on my phone, right? Now, a large part of that, I will admit, is work, but I do still have the odd wee scroll. I still go on my phone like anyone else, and I do have to pull back, but I've got very good boundaries, and even on like a Wednesday night, me nearly have a wee date night, I actually pop my phone away, and I leave it in the house. We went to Nando's last night, they went to see Ellie's gran, and then I just left it in the house and didn't touch it till this morning. So from three o'clock till, till eight o'clock this morning, I didn't touch my phone. But there was still part of me going, oh, I need to check my phone, I need to do this, right? So if I'm feeling that and I've got a screen time of three hours, 40 per day, and I actually have the awareness, what is someone else feeling that doesn't have that awareness, that doesn't have those boundaries, that is just basically the consumer being absolutely consumed and dragged left, right, and center? They're going to be, their attention is going to be diminished, their focus is going to be diminished, but most importantly, their time is going to be diminished. So when it comes to things like, and this is what we see like quite a lot as coaches now, it's like, and I say this me and Ailey of the conversation because she's a coach now, people are really overwhelmed about stepping into coaching journeys and rightly so because you're going to be changed. It's a big change and there is always going to be overwhelmed there. They're like, oh, I don't have the time to do this. I can't do this. And it's like, what's your screen time? Oh, seven hours. Well, could we get that down to four hours and we'll have an extra three hours a day? That's an extra 21 hours a week that we can have to make your more productive. And it's like, oh yeah. So what we need to realize is that a large part of this overwhelm is coming down to a mismanagement use of time and attention. It's been focused in the wrong areas and people are just basically doing a lot of the wrong shit, basically. Just being dragged and pulled by the machine, by the fucking computer, and just not actually putting any boundaries in place. The second one is too many open loops. As I mentioned there, this really ties into your phone again. But now with all these sort of this increase in communication, this increase in connection. I read a really good book recently called Lost Connections. And one of the things I really took from it is we're the most connected we've ever been in our life, but probably the most disconnected. How sad is that, right? We had a party that we kind of invited 24 people. Do you know, five people came, right? Now, I'm not slandering people that came. I know that some people had reasons, but do you really think that 19 people done that, that really had a reason that they couldn't come, right? Obviously, the trains were off and stuff, and I get that, and I'm not having a go at everyone. That's becoming a normality, right? I've run multiple events over the years with PLU, right? People just cancel last minute. People just can things off. That's becoming a common thing. I've had lots of people blank me and ghost me. It's now becoming this sort of social acceptance that we can just cut things off. Now, if we apply this, if that's the standard that you accept into important parts of your life with meeting and having connection with other people, where else are you doing that in other parts of your life? Where else are you just leaving loops open and not closing anything off and actually just waking up and being a scatterbrains and letting your attention be taken by your phone? It's actually frightening. It's frightening that we are now in this world where we're just being consumed by technology. We are just being taken by technology. And it's like, fuck, man, we need to actually make a bit of a stand with our own personal standards our own boundaries. Otherwise, like honestly, like like 10 years from now, it's going to be folk are going to have VR headsets, they're going to be plugged in, folk won't even believe in their room, people will just be spending 12 hours a day on the phone, right? 
One thing you need to realise as well, and this is last week I was, I noticed my screen time had went up and it was sitting close to the four hours mark, as I said. I was a bit more irritated last week, a bit more like irritable, a bit more agitated. Mental health didn't feel as good. That's a direct correlation with that. So guys, this isn't even to do with fucking organisation. This is, no wonder you're fucking feeling overwhelmed. No fucking wonder, right? So see when it comes to like a tax, see if you've got a week that looks pretty much the same every week, then someone goes, oh, you need to prepare for the Christmas holidays where you need to do all these tasks, all these things, have a big day, plan it. It's going to feel like a lot. See if you go to work with a coach and you're just like, you're spending eight hours a day on your phone and then you join a like, coaching program like here, do this, do this, do this. This is going to help you. It's going to feel overwhelming, right? See if you go into a new job where it's a change or you move country, you move location, it's going to be. So what we need to realize, this isn't just for fucking... You're overwhelmed, it's for your quality of life, it's for your opportunities. You're going to end up just being like a hermit crab if you don't actually do something about it. And then lastly, um, poor priority management. So actually just not managing your priorities, like actually just being like, right, what do, what do we need to actually, like what needs to be sat at the top here, what needs to be sat at the bottom, right? So these are the biggest things that I'm seeing that's making folks so overwhelmed right now. It's their screen time and diminished attention and poor quality mental health because they're agitated, agitated, irritated. Too many open loops because they're just... They have no organization, no law and order. They wake up, take, take each day as it comes in a poor priority management. They're doing things that are actually like, the, do you know what I mean? The, 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 my room is a, a no phone area. My room is a no phone area. And a reason for that as well. It's because why do I need to be on my phone in my room? We've got an alarm clock, right? I don't need to be on that. The first hour of my day, I don't touch it. After eight or nine o'clock at night, I, I put it away. When we go on holiday for the first two days, we were on holiday. I didn't take my phone out with me. I didn't need it. I want to have those good connections with people as well. Um, so it's understanding that we need to be clear with these guys and be like, right, this is just going to diminish and take away from our quality of life. We don't do this. So three things um, that I want you to really focus on doing today, as of today, you can do them. Don't I do them. That's cool. Cool with you. Cool me. So number one is switch all notifications off and unnecessary apps. The only apps that I have on notifications on my phone are um, my uh, when someone calls me and when someone texts me. That is it. Not my emails. I used to tell myself stories like, I need to look at my emails in case I get something coming through. I don't need to know if someone's booked in a call with me at fucking nine o'clock at night and get a notification on my watch. I don't need to know that. That's just going to make me think, oh, I need to go and check that. All these apps are designed to grab your attention. So that if you're not safeguarding your input, you're going to be getting pulled left, right and center by them. Ask yourself, what is a necessary app? Do you need to have notifications on for Facebook? Because if they are on, you're going to keep getting notified. You're going to keep wanting to go on to that. To understand that, limit that control and you will have control over your mod, your body, your standards and your mind because your phone has control over your mind if you don't. Number two, limit your screen time with better boundaries. As I mentioned, guys, like I want you to go off the back end of this and really sit and be like, right, how can I actually limit my screen time? How can I really make a point of pulling this back? Because honestly, it's if you don't, it's only going to get worse. There's only going to be better developed apps. There's only going to be more sources and means of communication to connect us more. There's only going to be more interesting things to make us want to fucking doom scroll and look at our phones. So that if you're not actually putting a stand and actually having better boundaries in place now, it's only going to worsen and worsen and worsen. I seen a girl the other day rowing on the row on the gym and every time she pulled back, she looked to the right-hand side to see if her phone had any notifications. She wasn't even watching or listening to anything. She was just looking at her apps. And then when she came off it, she was just scrolling on her phone, right? Now, that's someone that just has absolutely no boundaries, right? That's going to diminish, not even in the gym, that's going to diminish so many things. Quality of conversation you have. Like, put your phone away, see if you're out for dinner. Don't set your phone on the table. Like, you're just going to be looking at it and looking for things to pull your attention away from it as well. So have better boundaries in place. Like, have the first hour of your day phone free. 
you don't like see if you're someone that's a high performer, you've got things on. Like I'm a business owner, I've got clients, I've got people that I look after with responsibility, I've got staff, I've got people, team, people to pay, right? It doesn't fucking matter. You, they don't need to hear from you at 6 a.m., right? And if you do, make sure that you're being savvy about it as well and setting those boundaries and communicate with other people. Um, and then lastly, start your day off by doing the hardest tasks, right? Because what we need to realize is as our attention, as our momentum loses over the course of the day, so there's an inclination to do more things. Whereas if we are starting the day off with a more productive day, we are getting stuck into like a really tough task and work. We're doing like a hard workout first, first thing. We're going out a walk. We don't want to go a walk. We're doing these things. It's going to allow us to be more efficient and to feel less overwhelmed. And I want to play out two situations in your head. Let's play out Christian A and Christian B. Christian A gets up, goes to the gym, walks to the gym, has a good session, doesn't switch his apps on his phone or go into any social media apps until he's walking back from the gym and has a good quality, uh, good quality conversation with his girlfriend. Then he starts his day. Christian B gets up in the morning, starts scrolling his phone, goes downstairs, tells himself that he needs to respond to his clients, isn't productive, doesn't manage his energy, doesn't go to the gym, doesn't do these things. Who's going to feel better? Who's going to be less overwhelmed? Christian A, obviously, right? So take a leaf out of Christian A's book. Do more things that are going to fucking propel you forward. So guys, as always, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you took a lot away from it. And yes, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't know what to say any more to this, but a bit of a rant there. And if you really enjoyed it, please screenshot it and tag me in your story.